0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Drink and Learn Podcast. I'm Drinks Historian Elizabeth Pierce. And I'm bartender Abigail Gallo. And today we are doing our annual holiday gift roundup thing. La la uh, la la. la. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> what
1: do you call it a ho? Spelled H-E-U-S-E-A-U-X. Oh, yeah. Um, I did. I did send something to somebody the other day and I was like, please sit on my lap. Papa Noel. I don't know. I got very confused. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, so Papa Noel for me. It's been so long since I've sat in his P-Row. Uh, okay, that's too euphemistic. Um But
0: speaking of Papa Noel, I listened to a really good podcast the other day. It was a three-parter, and it was on the history of Santa Claus. And it takes you back to St. Nicholas, who is a real person from Turkey, Um, and then all the other versions. So Father Christmas was apparently a thing. Like, Father Christmas was a separate thing. From Saint Nicholas, Nicholas or yeah. Santa Claus, Yes. and um, they're all
1: they're all like different guys that got kind of melted. they got
0: smushed together, and then thank you can thank Coca Cola for what he looks like now. But anyway, um, I'll put it's it's called Christmas Past is the name of the podcast, and um, it was one of the first episodes. I was trying to get myself in the spirit, so I ended up listening to that, and it was pretty good. Not related to drinking. Um, I was trying
1: to get into the spirit by watching um dumb holiday movies and they only made me want to flip tables. So that yeah. didn't
0: really work. <laughs> the only holiday movie that works for me is The Muppet Christmas Carol. That's oh, about but it. Of course. Yeah. But of course. Um, but okay, we're here with a we're we're on a we have a task. <laughs> Yes, we have requirements we have to fulfill, which is uh give people some holiday suggestions and um uh don't forget that in many places people get their presents on January sixth epiphany. So don't feel that you have to uh hurry up and crank things out before December twenty fifth. Um Feel free to expand it all the way through the 12 days of Christmas.
1: 12 days of Christmas. That's right. I am actually in Seattle. If you're in the Seattle area, I will be throwing an epiphany party at Vito's, which is a really cool little nightclub with mirror ceilings where they have a great jazz band playing. And I will be bringing King Cake. And because I'm trying to force Seattle into celebrating the epiphany (laughs) You're in the Seattle area. Come get dressed up and dance with me.
0: (laughs) Well, I wish that we could just bring back the whole 12 days. I mean, the problem is not the problem is everybody starts it back in Halloween. Like basically as soon as Halloween is over, then everyone pivots to Christmas. Mm -hmm. But it would be nice if we could sort of if we could. Yeah, if we could delay that, delay it a little while and then just embrace and take the whole um. From the 24th through the 6th. Oh, um, slightly unrelated. Well, kind of um, Joan of Arc's birthday is also sixth. epiphany. Yes. yes. So make sure you have a cocktail for her. Maybe something on fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say something with cognac. My. Good girl. Too soon. About my. You know, did you hear the French getting into a fight with the uh, English? Uh, recently and they brought up Joan of Arc they brought up that the fact that they that the English killed her well the French gave her to them the
0: French can't really complain about that but
1: they did they
0: they threw her (laughs) under the bus if there was a if there was a but if there had been a bus
1: there had been a bus (laughs) tossed (laughs) under. yes
0: it like her story is really amazing Oh, oh the reason I Know some of this is um, because here in New Orleans, there is a parade, a Joan of Arc parade, um, on, on sixth January sixth. sixth, and kind
1: of the official start of carnival, and then really the first big parade. It has grown in the yes. time that
0: there, and um, it's kind of like a, a medieval sort of procession. I mean, it is a parade, but it it's all the uh, different um, moments in her life and different people play Joan at different ages. Um, and then there's also like the saints that she, you know, communicated with. And then there's a, um, a big, uh, castle from Orleans that they are like pushing through the street. It's very, uh, disconcerting to see like a castle coming toward you. Um, <laughs> but when they get to her death, uh, they do hand out red hots. That's the, that's the throw. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. We're still not talking about drinking. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but we did. Okay. So
1: what, we were talking about a cocktail for Joan of Arc. We cocktail did. for Joan of
0: Arc, yes. Okay. Yeah. So we uh, we each have three suggestions of some holiday things um, that you can, the actual, actual things that you can buy, like a thing, if that is uh, what you like to do or what the person who's getting the gift likes to get, which is even more important, um, and then also ideas for... Um, experiences. So I'm going to start with a drink, um, or and more specifically, with an Amaro. I was telling Abigail that um, I had a birthday just before Thanksgiving and celebrated it by going camping with friends, and to my great delight, they threw me a... I can't call it an entirely surprise birthday but because I knew they were going to do something, but I had no idea what. And one of the things was an Amaro tasting, which is the combination of two things that they both, they knew that I love both of them. They knew I love Amadi and they knew I love a taste test as regular listeners of this podcast know. <laughs> so we all did the tasting, and there were five, and each one had its own merits, but my favorite is this one called Amaro Monte from Piedmont in Italy, and this label's amazing, so I definitely want to, when I link to it, I'll make try and make sure there's an image, because it has mountains, in case you didn't know that Monte is <laughs> mountains, and on the back... Um, it, it strongly suggests in all caps, taste it with ice. And then there's a disembodied, uh, hand that's like floating above the barcode (laughs) holding a glass and it has an ice cube in it with brown liquor. And so, if you didn't know, like maybe they just thought that you should put the ice. They thought that you would think, "Oh, I just put the ice in my mouth," and then I pour the amaro directly into. Oh, a glass! I should use a glass. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, uh, but anyway, um, I was. Uh, I was very, very delighted to um, get me out of my Amaro, my Averna rut, because it is the one I tend to kind of default to. Um, but I, uh, what's nice about of, of all the bottles, this is a uh, half bottle. It's only um, three hundred and seventy-five milliliters, and it would be a nice present for someone that you think might like Amaro, but you're not committing to the whole um you know to a whole seven fifty and also it is um it was kind of it it was not super botanical, super herbaceous like so there are some Amaro, amari Amaros <laughs> that are uh stronger sort of more strongly flavored than others. And certainly there's some that are much more bitter. Um, and so I also thought this was um, a nice starter, Amaro. And it, because I've said the word Amaro, Amaro over and over and over again, it just That's occurred awesome. to me that I can sing, Amaro, Amaro,
1: I love you. Amaro. Your own (laughs) disembodied hand. Uh, (laughs) I might have to write that song. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Uh, Add to the cabaret. (laughs) And then then Amaro reprise.
0: Yes. Uh, Okay, Abigail, what's one of your things?
1: Well, one of my things is, um, still a very much, uh, I I said, I might've mentioned this last year, but I'm going to mention it again. Um, look to your local bartenders and your local bars and see who you could support. See who's doing, um, gift cards, see who's doing still cocktails to go or cocktail kits to go and buy them as presents and um, if you find bartenders who are doing crafts in your area, please support them as well. I have one I can mention on Etsy. If you go to bar LM, that stands for Lindsay Madison, Madsen. she is a um, Uh, a bartender here in seattle who's also a very gifted artist and she has beautiful hand-drawn cocktails that you can buy uh, a cocktail book of or you can buy them in like greeting card form and uh, it's a great kind of gift to give or gift to give yourself so you could send nice thank you letters to everyone for all the delicious bottles of booze they have given you perhaps (laughs) (laughs) maybe a, a bottle of amari I do like the idea of like maybe that gift and like another like half bottle of vermouth to go with it as well. You know, vermouth Yes. Are, are another things where uh, there's a lot of new ones on the market, a lot of bitters too, where people can try and uh, little bottles are great because that just makes your uh, presence more fun to unwrap if you have a lot of little gifts, right? A lot of, yes.
0: Um, and uh, oh, and Sherry, can't believe you didn't mention that oh, also because half since is your sherry. Half you're sharing I have bottles of right. Sherry. And they are pretty. Um, So um, some of you may be surprised at my next suggestion, uh, particularly since you know that in January, I tend to do damp January and that I never really been a fan of dry. Um, But the next book that I'm going, uh, the next item I'm suggesting is a book and it is called Zero Proof 90. It's a lot. 90 Non alcoholic recipes for mindful drinking by Elva Ramirez. Okay. So I got this book because I wanted to have some better ideas of non alcoholic things that I could alternate with when I am drinking old fashions in manhattans so that the night can last longer it's also another reason why i'm very interested in low proof drinking as well which is why the amari and the vermouth are Im- important in my life and this is this is a thing y'all and abigail and i i bet we do an episode on non-alcoholicness oh, um there's so, many there's so much apart. that They're is out so there good. Yes, and they really are. Um, But what I liked about this book is the author um, received these, uh, uh, collected these recipes from bartenders across the country. And so um, I think there's several zero-proof cocktail books that are out there now. Um, But I like pulling from you know, sort of the hive mind. So it isn't just one bartender's uh, ideas of what to do, you know, for non-alcoholic options. Um, and so there's a real variety just across the spectrum of both flavor, style, and difficulty, <laughs> Uh, because sometimes you don't want to have to infuse and then wait and then like make a syrup and then like st- double strain it and then, and then and then and then and then and then and then. So there's some that are you know kind of the equivalent of like the highball non alcoholic, but not not like just fruit juice, you know what I mean? Like these are all uh, I was pretty thoughtful. Um, so I, uh, I recommend it for anyone who might want to have some more variety in their drinking um, when they don't want to drink alcohol for whatever reason. And I was telling Abigail that I am very suspicious whenever I see anyone telling me to be mindful, even though that that's a good thing. Theoretically, but it's a word that's been co-opted um, and now everything's mindful, mindful dishwashing. But um, <laughs> but as an actual modifying adjective for drinking, um, if it helps you to, uh, even if it just helps you to savor something better than something that should be savored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, that's my And, and so I just got it and I haven't fixed anything from it yet, but when I do, I'll, um, I'll post.
1: And you shouldn't like, you should treat some of these new products as, you know, modifiers to help maybe do, um, if not no alcohol drinking, you could use them for low alcohol drinking as well. I, I, I was at an industry tasting and I tasted one that was made with Italian (laughs) seawater. Okay. Okay. yeah, I know. It was uh, like beautiful and savory and light. And, um, and my boss was like, what would you mix this with? And I was like, Sherry. <laughs> <And then she's laughs> like, <"You're>, what? <laughs> like, it's a non-alcoholic spirit. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So but- Lee
0: and I now make a, a low proof margarita and we use the ritual tequila, which are, Uh-oh. you know, tequila and, and some of these, again, this is a whole other episode. Um, but we still use curacao. Ah. Because that gives it mouthfeel and that adds like a little bit of booze. Um, that adds like tremendous complexity. And uh yeah, so you can make low proof, you can use them to make low proof or do split base or and actually sometimes there's about a quarter ounce of real tequila that gets <laughs> thrown in there too. Um you but you can both tell. Both. You can, but you can tell, but Hey, guess what? It's not two ounces of tequila. Yeah. It's just a quarter ounce. And that means you can have one real, you can have a fake mar, an almost fake margarita first, and then you have the real one. You, but you can't do it in the other order because you can tell. Okay. So that's uh, that's gift idea.
1: Number two from me. So I uh, really like the idea of having an experience and um, like I suggested earlier that maybe there's an online cocktail class or something you could give. But there's also ways you can kind of train for these experiences and train your palate and train your nose. And one of them is a kind of whiskey nosing kit, they're called. Um, This is uh, an item where... Uh, you are given small samples of different scents, because the way that your taste buds work, like we can identify maybe five, six different tastes, right? But our nose, we can develop over 500 to 5,000 different scents. And the better um you'll get better at tasting when you can start identifying the differences between these smells so there are um uh, a couple of those kits online i happen to know that we have them at seattlecocktailclub.com backslash gifts if anyone's interested i've made some um essence of whiskey kit and there's a deluxe kit that comes with beautiful glenn karen glasses as well and a journal to write down your notes then this is a nice habit to get into when you're tasting because you don't want to kind of forget what your favorites are particularly when you're working with a category as fast as whiskey mm-hmm. um, so uh, i i i recommend uh, if you're getting a little bit nerdy about it get a little scholarly about it and start training your um your palate a little bit better and to pair that with a book um like robin robinson's book the complete whiskey course uh, between those two things you'll are uh, you're well on your way to becoming an expert whiskey taster.
0: All right. Maybe I'll work on my nose. This coming <laughs> year. Um
1: you're lucky you live in New Orleans. Just stepping outside is a feast of all your senses.
0: Well, that's one way to put it. <laughs> Especially I'm just thinking of the jasmine. Oh, I was thinking of walking across Bourbon Street at 10 o'clock at night or in the morning, actually. (laughs) Um, So speaking of margaritas, um, the third gift idea that I'm going to suggest is directly related to how many of these are consumed in my house Um, and the fact that I have learned from being friends with bartenders and making cocktails that fresh juice matters. And the third gift is an electronic juicer. Okay. I have the hand juicer that's very sturdy. And if you only have to squeeze one or two lemons or limes or whatever, then that's, what you, that's all you need. But um, Lee and I started buying bags of limes at Costco and then juicing them and then freezing the juice in either ice, individual ice cubes or sometimes just in like a Tupperware. And as has been mentioned before, you should always label because um, we have a lemon tree. So that's how we end up with all this lemon juice. And when it is frozen, you cannot tell which one it is, and you can scrape it with a fork and make a little juice granita moment. But I promise you, you still can't tell because you're it's all frozen-y and anyway, so always label. But this year, uh, for people who have followed along, I had uh, two hand surgeries um, and that meant that I was not particularly helpful in the kitchen for big chunks of 2021. And that meant that Lee was the one doing all the juicing. Now, he does drink more margaritas than I do. But in the summer, I drink a lot of daiquiris, so I can't complain. Anyway, he juiced a whole bag of limes, and his wrists hurt, and he was bemoaning this. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Like it's 2021. They have electronic, all kinds of stuff. And so I got online and I bought this, um, maybe it was $30. I won't say it saved my marriage. It's not like we were on some sort of precipice, but it probably, um, well, it didn't hurt. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And <laughs> also it's so fun to use. Oh my God. you Press it down and it goes. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much more fun than using the hand juicer. And if you have children, even if you don't have children, but I bet if you have children, um and you want fresh juice for your drinks <laughs> or lemonade. Put- those little hands put those little hands to work (laughs) and uh and they'll be delighted yes their electronic juicer
1: it would be uh it it, it would be uh it's a known fact that uh lemonade stands with fresh squeezed juice do much better business tell your kids that they could charge twice as much yes It's all
0: hand-squeezed. by right. my hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a lie. It's true. Hand-juiced, like I believe, it would be the hand-juiced.
1: Hand-juiced. Yes, indeed. Yes. yes.
0: Indeed. I mean, you do have to, have to squeeze it to
1: keep it on the little reamer part. Yeah. So um, well, uh, my third thing is a another kind of I'm, – I'm really kind of – getting into like y'all becoming like high volume mixologists but have you ever wanted to barrel your own cocktail? You know, you can buy a baby barrel online. And in fact, it's just, I think it's babybarrels.com. You're supporting a woman-owned American business. Um, Baby barrels are great for aging a cocktail. Wait, wait.
0: Because when I heard baby barrels, I did. <laughs> what were you thinking? Babies in barrels. <laughs> <laughs> like, barrels for babies. Like it's some kind barrels of for- like new age crib. No. Where, you know, like they should use barrels like as planters right in the garden. <laughs> it's like, what else can you use a barrel for? Well, you can well, put your you can baby put some- in it. In a <laughs> And you know, that's perfect because on their website they actually (laughs) have
1: laser engraving available and one of them says live, laugh, love. Put a baby in that one. (laughs) Put a baby in that one.
0: (laughs) You could cut it in half either way. One way it's like it's yeah, (laughs) if it's on the side and then it's like a crib. And you could buy some sort of fancy Etsy, oh, but like wherever super expensive, more expensive than Etsy, oh like where God. they line the crib with some kind of like hand spun linen <laughs> cotton thing with like oh, soft
1: lambs. Yeah,
0: and get it, get us, and
1: get us, yes, oh my God. Okay, so that's what you do after you use make a cocktail get pregnant have <laughs> cut that barrel in half do a shoot, photo shoot with said baby <laughs> oh that oh, oh if only things had been different that could have been how my life could have gone oh, oh, if only no, these are, these are great presents uh, because you, they're, you could reuse them. Um, they're like a nice kind of statement piece to have at a party. And um, if, even if you don't use them to barrel-age cocktails, you could use them to barrel-age your own homemade hot sauce.
0: Um, or- how big is the baby barrel?
1: The baby barrel, I, I'm trying to get like an actual, it's usually like a, I want to say three liters. Okay. Yeah. It's you know it's it's not a huge commitment of a cocktail, um, and- when when and when
0: you said you can use it again like how many times do you think you could use it again? Oh,
1: as long as you like you they give you tablets to help you like clean it out too. Oh, as long okay, as you keep it, like um, yeah, you keep it uh, damp, and you take good care of it, and they give you instructions for that too. You could reuse it over and over and over again. I mean, you know, there are barrels in Scotland that are like older than our grandparents that they're still using. So, um, so by by all means, as long as you follow the instructions to take good care of them, um, and every time you do a batch, it'll be different, right? Because right you put in there kind of absorbs into the wood. So then, mm-hmm. yeah, the next is gonna absorb it into the wood a little bit, more right? Too, so so it's hard. not like you have
0: to charge between uses
1: no (laughs) I guess that's an option but yeah it does come charred it comes okay okay yeah charred and and ready to go
0: all right well I think this is a nice roundup of ideas and um really well my three were definitely things that I specifically all I already like or like the idea of and I'm Mm -hmm. glad that you're bringing in more um uh, broader industry art, ideas with your industry whiskey ideas. nose yeah, yeah.
1: training. I've, oh, I've, maybe I've somebody a bit of an elitist, you know. Now that if, I'm on the west coast, I'm a west coast elitist. If
0: somebody <laughs> gets that whiskey nose training all. thing, I wanna, yeah. I wanna see a montage with the Rocky music behind it, where there's a lot of like nose twitching and.
1: <laughs> <sniffing
0: Ta-da>! and <laughs> And whatever yes. the equivalent of running with
1: your nose is, but not in yeah. runny nose, because that's- Oh, work. yeah. You have to, you know, but you have to like block one nostril and then block right. <laughs> Bilateral nosing. Oh, They're man. Right. Uh, well,
0: um, I all of these will be listed in the show notes. And um, I if, if anyone ends up getting any of these, we'd love to hear
1: if yes. you did. Please let us know how, it, how the gift went over, how you like it. And um, and if you got this as a gift from somebody else too, that'd be great.
0: Um, I hope the holidays treat you well, however you choose to celebrate or not celebrate them. They are impossible to uh, ignore when you live in the United States, um, no matter how hard you may try. So I hope that whatever uh, way the holidays are assaulting you, that you <laughs> enjoy <laughs> celebrating or not celebrating them. <laughs> but if you needed an excuse to buy a gift, even just for yourself, then um, here's some, here some good ideas.
1: Mm, take care of yourself and take care of others and um, look out for your community.
0: And, and tip your bartenders.
1: Oh my gosh. Tip them so, so good. Tip them so good. Um, Did you, I, we, we have conversations like this now. Oh, I went to this bar and I had a terrible time. I left a 30% tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like I know how bad it is. I know how bad it is. Yes. I, There's
0: I, no I, way. I too have, uh, have been pretty much doing that too. Um, when I've been going out, um, uh, so, as a reminder, if you need to get in touch with us, I'm at Drink and Learn uh, across all the platforms, and you could also reach out to Abigail.
1: Yes, absolutely. Please reach out to me at Abigail Gullo on Instagram or NYC Baby on Twitter because I'm Gen X, so I still tweet.
0: Mm. And uh, we will return in the new year with mostly regular programming.
1: (laughs) And in the meantime, if you want some more like nerdy industry stuff, um, there is a podcast called Bartender Circle that I have been working on. So you could check that out at bartendercircle.com.
0: And until next time, cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all.